we're resilient people. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Community Roots, the place where we gather in community to talk about mental health so we can travel the journey of life together. I'm Julie Richards. I'm Sarah Wakefield. And today we are joined by Timberly Harris. Welcome, Timberly. Thanks for having me. We'll help our listeners get to know a little bit of, of who you are and kind of what mental health means to you and wherever you yeah. want to go, we're here for it. <laughs> of course. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'm an art therapist here in Columbus and a lot of people have no idea what that means. So uh, let me explain a little bit about art therapy. Uh, in art therapy, we use art media to help engage the person and uh, help them learn about themselves and how they operate in the world. Um, it is not so much about the product and creating something that is aesthetically beautiful or perfect. Um, it's more about the process of creating art and what we can learn from it. And that's going to look different with every art therapist and every session, every person. Um, I have a very person-centered approach so I like to meet the client where they are and kind of guide them through this process. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, usually that starts with a conversation. If we're in a session, you know, I want the person to share and talk about where they are, and then we can kind of find an area of focus. Um, and then they're given an opportunity to make art and we can process its meaning on a more deeper level at the very end. And that's gonna lead us forward into working together. I think that sounds like a beautiful process. And I love that it's not emphasized that you have to be an amazing artist to get right. to know yourself, that you're, you're just willing and engaged in almost like an experiment of like, let's just see where we land with this and that we're in it together and you're not alone. And it's giving people a chance to be um, joined or um, engaged with in a very relational way. Right. Yeah. And for a lot of people, you know, coming to um, therapy where it is more talk therapy, it doesn't feel comfortable for them. You know, art can be more of their language. You don't always have to talk about the art either. So if you want to come and make art and express yourself, just get it out of our bodies, then sometimes that's therapeutic on its own. Mm. This sounds a lot about, it sounds a lot like what we did with movement. Um, we talked about mm -hmm. movement not too long ago and getting um, th the the movement out of your body or some getting into your body by by moving. Right. Yeah. You know, our feelings need a place to go. Right. We're human and we're full of complex feelings. And a lot of art making is very kinesthetic in that way, too. So it does involve a lot of movement in that same way, you know, and just kind of expressing ourselves and getting these things out of our bodies um, any way we can. We almost have to kind of drop the perfectionism or that I have to um, have it look a certain way, but just instead to be vulnerable maybe to what's coming up for me. And um, I love the freedom that you're giving people to talk as much as they want to about it or just express it or just... Um, really not be left alone in it, but just see what's there. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm here as a guide, right. And whatever their comfort level is, I want to guide them through that process in a way that feels safe and supportive. And 
a lot of my job is getting people to kind of let go of those perfectionist you know, tendencies, um, help them be more playful and more curious about the art making process, mm. um, letting go of those expectations and those judgments and just experimenting, like you said, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's something that children do pretty naturally. And then as we get older, we lose that. Um, we feel like we have to make art and have it look a certain way and get you know, an A plus, um, but really, we need to come back to playing and experimenting and just being curious about the process. That's what's going to feel most supportive. Mm-hmm. I love that playful word and just the feeling of it, of um, just the spontaneity, kind of the life behind it of I have a unique self that I'm expressing and that that's okay to be who I am and whatever that looks like. You know, what just popped in my mind was I remember when our kids were little and preschool classrooms have the everybody's got the same little cutouts together and that they all have it all look a certain way. And as adults, we think like, oh, that looks so cute, but they didn't really create anything. (laughs) Exactly. They just did like the adult did all the cutting out and they just made it all look like this you know, cookie cutter version of whatever the art project was and how it's so different to just allow a person to discover or kind of take a free path of what they think and feel and want to to do. Yeah, I totally agree. And giving yourself room to make mistakes in art and to learn from those and to problem solve, um, that's a really beautiful thing. Uh, of course, we don't want that cookie cutter process. You know, we want something that is authentic, something that's honest. And sometimes that's going to look really messy because um, humans can be messy and that's mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the depth of what you're describing. Just the being real, being authentic, allowing it to be messy and uncomfortable <laughs> and curious and playful. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of the deeper feelings that we are expressing, some of those uncomfortable feelings, if we allow ourselves to be curious about them and we have this tangible product that we can refer back to, Mm. um, sometimes it's easier to be curious about that and to talk about our product than it is to talk about just ourselves. Mm. And again, it's something that we can refer back to as we move forward in therapy as well. So we can also measure our growth and come back to it to see, you know, if there's anything new, any new insights that we um, can come to later on um, or connections that we can make, you know, it's, it's a lot different, you know, when you have this tangible timeline or this tangible way of documenting progress Mm. or growth. It's such a neat way that it can evolve. It sounds like, like it's Mm -hmm. almost, I don't know if this is making it too, I don't know, but it's almost like a journal entry. Like here's my, here's the image that was coming up to me or the, the feeling I was having at that time. Like, you know, you're looking at a clip of, of the story or the uh, unfolding. And then I like how you're saying, go back and revisit it and see, you know, is that something that I'm still feeling in that same way? Or did that bring me like as a bridge or a step towards something new? Absolutely. And I'm a big fan of journaling 
about your art pieces too. Um, I think that that really furthers the process and helps us make those connections. Not everybody um, finds that to be a good fit, of course, but it is very much like journaling, even if you're not doing the writing piece of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jamie March talks about that of like having a writing exercise of putting it to the page you know, here's what I've made, here's how I've engaged and adding in what Sarah's talking about with movement and embodying something and having these various processes that come together and looking at that kind of whole, the holistic approach of I've created this art piece, I'm writing about it, I'm dancing about it, I'm moving my body, I'm bringing in, you know, music or um, play or all these different aspects are all part of um, the expressive arts. Absolutely. Yeah. And using one on its own, or like you said, combining a lot of these things, it can be so powerful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Is there anything you can offer us listeners? And I mean myself, because I'm really curious. about. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. <laughs> yes. um, to dip my toes into, and, and I, I don't want to practice this outside. I'm not asking to like practice something outside of someone who's licensed to do this or, you know, this is their profession, but is there anything I can do at home to help open up my brain and, and get to know myself better? Absolutely. And I hope you do. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, for it to be art therapy, it really has to be something that is done um, or facilitated by a trained art therapist, like you said. But that doesn't mean that you can't do really supportive things at home on your own when you're making art, um, because art can be therapeutic um, mm. just on its own without guidance. So one of my favorite suggestions, um, and this is something that I recommend for clients to do on their own as a tool, uh, is Zentangle, which is a really structured way of drawing. Um, it can be very calming and it's very easy to get into a flow state with this particular practice. And you don't need a lot of materials to get started. You just need like a pencil, a black pen, some thick paper. And there are tons of books and websites that you can get instructions, like very specific instructions and examples um, on how to do this. But really it's a way of drawing, um, you're using different types of designs that build on one another. And it's not necessarily pre-planned. Sometimes you have um, a goal of where you're going, but it kind of just builds. And so in that way, it can be really supportive, right? Um, but that's one of my favorite suggestions, um, especially if you ever found yourself um, being that kid in school who was always drawing and doodling when you were listening to the teacher or professors um i always was <laughs> and so it's it's not doodling it is like you know a very structured way of drawing but it does take me back to that time so if that was you <laughs> then it might just be up your alley um, but my best suggestion is to just experiment with different art materials and see what resonates with you um you know and they don't have to be expensive materials you know you don't have to go out and buy the most expensive things to try you know just try a kid's palette of watercolors and see how that feels, you know, be curious about the process, experiment. Um, you will know if it is a medium that feels right for you or if it does not. 
Um, but if it does, roll with that. And um, like we said earlier, you know, just experiment and be playful. Um, be curious about the process without expectations and without judging ourselves because our inner critic can be so cruel. So if we can just quiet that during that process and just see what happens, um, that is my best suggestion. And I think that that's also easier said than done. So it is a practice, but mm -hmm. if we can do that when we make art, then beautiful things can happen. Mm. Wow, I love that so much. It sounds like just even the willingness to create space to start and to just explore, you know, just making room for that creative expression, those um, inner promptings towards how might I express this if I didn't use the typical talk therapy or you know, having a conversation, but how would I engage the paper or the different um, tools and things that could be, um, I don't know, leading me on a whole new adventure. I think it sounds like it could be so beautiful and wonderful if people are willing to try. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's like any other practice that we have to schedule, you know, like if you wanted to start meditation, for example, you would schedule a time to do that. Um, and it's the same with any art making practice. You know, you schedule time and space, like you said, to make the art um, and to fully engage in it. So being present <laughs> with your art making, um, listening to your instincts, to, you know, asking yourself what you need from this process um, and just being mindful in that way. And allowing art to be a mindfulness practice, like just the way you're describing, it's like, <laughs> this is this is being mindful, this is being intentional and being in the present and noticing kind of what's, what's coming up. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree 100%. What are some things that have been like lessons you've learned from your journey with art or um, ways that you've grown as a person in your own explorations, just things, any words of wisdom or encouragement to those who want to give this a try a little bit? Yeah, honestly, I always start with the fact that I am a huge perfectionist. Uh, and so it is a daily practice for me when I'm making art, even to this day, 10 years later, um, to kind of quiet that and let go. And so I understand how difficult that process can be. Uh, my undergrad degree is in illustration. So it was a very different type of art making. And so when I came to art therapy and discovered this new way of making art, you know, that wasn't um, something that I wanted to sell or capitalize on, something that really was just for my well being um, and growth, you know, that was a completely different practice for me. And it really took some time to quiet that inner critic. And, you know, I'm pretty good at it now, <laughs> but I like to tell people that, you know, you have to start somewhere and I'm just the perfect example of how <laughs> you can do that because I used to be so hard on myself um, and wanted my artwork to look a certain way. And now even in my professional work, I am so much gentler with mm. myself. Um, and so, it's kind of wonderful to look back 
now and see mm-hmm. how that growth has occurred. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful journey. Yeah. <laughs> to just even be kind to yourself and, and allow yourself to be in process. And um, that's a lot of growth, sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah, just to let ourselves be, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just basking in this whole concept of being kind and gentle to yourself because we had such a rocky start to getting this technology to work for us today and our multiple attempts at recording. And I'm like, Oh, you know, if I'd have done this differently, if I had done that differently, like maybe this wouldn't have happened. And, um, and so I'm just sitting here basking in, yeah, I'm going to be kind to myself and say, you know, what, <laughs> things are out of my control or yes, maybe I could have done something differently, but I know now that, Like I have, I am a perfectionist and I like to control things and I just need to breathe and step back a little bit and be gentle. Mm -hmm. It's always so serendipitous whenever we have those lessons, like right in front of us, like, uh, yeah, we're still, we're still learning this and we certainly get lots of opportunities to practice it. So we're, we need those daily reminders. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, any other closing thoughts or ideas or things that you wanted to share, Timberly? Um, I really don't think so. You know, I just always want to encourage people just to give themselves permission to play and you know, to see themselves reflected in their artwork. And, you know, again, that is something you can absolutely do on your own. And of course, if you would like some mental health support, then seek out an art therapist if you think that art might be your language. Um, But yeah, I hope that everybody finds time to play with art materials. That is awesome. I, I definitely encourage all of us, myself included, to explore and play and be curious. And, and what a great way to even learn about our feelings and emotions and things that often stay so um, maybe either suppressed or just we don't even make time for, we don't make room for, and how much more we can get out of life whenever we are um, fully, fully alive and able to feel and able to navigate all those um, sometimes strong feelings or deep feelings or just makes us um, so much more enriched and um, really adding quality to our lives and to our relationships. So thank you so much for joining us today, Timberly. It's great to be with you and to meet you and to know that you're out there putting in beautiful spaces to the world where people are healing and growing and getting to know themselves. Thank you for the work that you do. Yeah, thank you so much for having me and giving me an opportunity to talk about it. We loved having you. Thanks everybody for joining us and we will see you next time.